0: This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale.
1: Hello, listener. Welcome to Bacon Sale. It's a a pop culture podcast. If this is the first time that you are tuning into this show, why? Why this one? This is probably (laughs) not the one for you. Why don't you check out episode 123? We had everything at Taco Bell, maybe 227, World of Witchcraft, 265, Breakfast in the Furious, 306, Queen, We Will Rock You. I mean, come on. There are better episodes. Maybe not start with this one. (laughs) Actually... Can I leave the show? I'm going to go listen to
2: those episodes real They're quick. They're great ones. Yeah, yeah great those are some of the greats. But uh, yes, it is a little true that, uh, yeah, we do get a little self-indulgent <laughs> on this one. This is a little more personalized. But welcome to Bake and Sell. I'm Joel. I'm Kent. And I'm Zach. And we'd like to thank you for listening to our last show, our Olympic <laughs> uh, uh,
3: Olympic uh, tiering. It should have been the most bland show of the year. I, I don't understand. But the Speedo action that we had going on was great. I am proud. Did I phrase that correctly? Yes. I think that's <laughs> probably the more appropriate way to say uh, it. I'm very proud of Bacon
1: Celia. Though. I am proud to represent Bacon Celia mm-hmm. at all of the lame events that you see on <laughs>
2: ESPN 8, the Ocho. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Zach. But yeah, we had a fun time doing it. We hope you enjoyed the Olympics. We hope you enjoyed our show because, you know, maybe we'll do it at Winter Olympics one one day. We probably will. We don't know. We probably should. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. Zach, what are we talking about today? Zach?
1: We're we're just gonna we're just gonna calm things down a little bit. We're gonna snuggle up real close and we're gonna talk about us. Aw. Yeah. I love us. Let's talk about us. We're
2: doing the famous Ask Bacon Sale. This is now the third time that we've done this. Yeah, we did one on our first anniversary show, episode 53, back in 2016. And Mm -hmm. then we did an official Ask Bacon Sale episode. Our first one was in 2018 on episode
3: 162. Here's what's terrifying. Yeah, Joel loves research. Mm-hmm. Like if we went to Cold Stone, his would be gotta have it. <laughs> Mine would be love it. But on this one, there's nothing going into the show. Well, for At us, all. for us. Yeah.
2: But and if you didn't know, if you're not following us on social media, on our Facebook and Instagram and Twitter pages, shame then on Then you. you probably and you didn't see that we asked for your questions. And so we asked those who are following us on our social media channels for questions, and mm-hmm. they submitted them. Kent and I have not seen them. Exactly. Is that screening these questions. Yes. Well, and I will say this, listener, you came up huge. Like,
1: thank, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We have way more questions than we could possibly answer on this episode. Yeah. So we're going to just try and get through as many as we can. It was actually really fun. Yeah. And in the past, when we've
2: done these shows, they've gotten kind of weird. Oh, And so, a um, nerve level right now? Uh, well, it, I, I'm, I'm kind of just hyped up on sugar right now. So sure. I can't really differentiate <laughs> one from the other. Okay. So, uh, but I, I am a little nervous because I don't, I don't know what people are going to ask. I don't know what people want to know.
0: Yeah,
1: well, we're gonna start. We're gonna have a couple of different categories. We're gonna start with the well, the bacon sale content side of it, where it's like you know celebrities, pop culture, food, stuff like that. Oh, we love. We'll start here. We'll move into actually talking about bacon sale and kind of the you know what we do here on the show, and then we're gonna have a we're gonna get personal. I hate talking about myself. We're gonna do. I
3: I never overshare anything, ever. Why are you lying right, right now? Just listen to Bacon Bits. And you, yeah, <laughs> and because of that, again, if this is your first time listening to Bacon Sale,
1: I would not recommend starting here. I'd recommend you get to know all of us here at Bacon Sale uh, by but our normal episodes. Thanks first. for the listen. You hit play. So we already That's have awesome. a listen. Thank you. We Thank appreciate you. it. And uh, I'm also very excited because this is the first time I've been here for an Ask Bacon That's Sale. true. And oh, you yeah. will be answering some of these questions too. Uh, some great. of them are directed yeah, Some of them we'll get turned to. Awesome. All right, let's just start uh, let's get a warm-up here. We play a game here on Beckinsale called Cable IMAX Erase. Yes. So now we are going to do it more the traditional way, though, with three actresses. Oh. Ooh. Kate Beckinsale, Kate Hudson, and Kate
2: Mara. Not okay. Rooney Mara, but Kate Mara. Well, I mean, obviously, I'm going to marry Kate Beckinsale. Yes. Wait, we're not doing Cable, cable IMAX Race. I mean, it's Kiss, Marry, and Kill. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Kate Beckinsale is going to be my cable. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do this. Yeah,
3: cable would be your your marriage. Yeah, yeah. and then IMAX uh, is that one time experience that's larger than life. It's a kiss. Uh, it's going to be Kate Hudson, and then Kate Mara is going to be erased. Really? Yeah. Oh man, Kate Hudson is going off the cliff. Yeah, for sure. She's the worst. Yeah. No, she's not. She's the worst. She is. I was gonna say, like, I imagine her being a lot of fun. No, it's to like around. it's gonna sound mean, whatever I say. But I'm already killing her. Her voice is the worst. Oh uh, come on! I do think that I would marry Kate Mara. Really? I think she's the marrying type. Really? And uh, Kate Beckinsale, I don't think she loves long term relationships, and but she so could, I, Kent. I think. I think she's more of the kissing type. Yes, I agree. IMAX. Yeah. Yes. I think she's more of the IMAX type. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. I'll take yours as so, a So yeah, we slightly differ there. A little bit, yes. So but yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> nice. Thank you for your question. That was a little confusing with the cable IMAX race and
1: Mary Kiss Kill thing, but yeah, I mean you always try to keep it so family friendly. Yeah. We try, we try. Right. Okay. Of all the fast food that you've eaten, what is your all-time least favorite menu item? Oh, one item for all the restaurants. We, I mean, they all say said favorite and least favorite, but I want to see what. Like,
2: what's your least favorite thing? That is kind of a that's difficult because I don't think so. I remember that Morningstar Burger exactly was absolutely awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but what's the, the but tuna protein bowl? Yep, that's where that I was going to Subway. Go. I know it's really fresh, but it like it's like, in recent, but it was terrible. I think I think with enough ketchup. I could probably tolerate the Morningstar burger uh-huh. from Burger King. No. But with the uh, tuna, it was so much tuna. It was just
3: like this mountain of tuna on top of uncut It was a lot of tuna. And, and was it tuna? No, it wasn't. <laughs> but it, there was so much of it that you could kind of just, you didn't have to taste anything else really. Whereas the Morning Star, I got one bite in and I could do no more. Burger King and Subway were pretty close to tied for last. <laughs> and yeah. the Morningstar stands out because, I mean, it's the Satan burger. Let's be honest. It, that's the son of the morning burger. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. So we disagree again. Yeah. Um, what about favorite all of, time off favorite? the top of your head
2: of the challenges you've done? You've eaten a lot of menus. What we, everything, we've eaten everything at McDonald's. Taco what Bell, from Taco Bell do we love? Uh, yeah. double decker. Uh, you didn't like that, but so we've eaten everything at McDonald's. We've eaten everything at Taco Bell. We've eaten everything at Burger King. We've eaten everything at Wendy's, and we've eaten everything
3: at Subway. So it's gotta be. It's gotta be something there. Not oh, I, I know my answer. McDonald's French fries. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best. They're not fries, really, but
2: and I gotta go with what I usually get and what isn't discontinued from the menu. Thank you very much, Taco Bell, for getting rid of one of my favorite things ever—the double-decker taco. You jerks! Do you think it's coming back ever? I think it will. Yeah, because it was too popular to to just throw away like that. Like some, you know. Anyway, Uh, but I'm gonna go with what I get and prefer most. I'm gonna say the Burger King Whopper. Actually, I'm a huge fan.
3: Tier three. I'm a huge fan over McDonald's fries yes over other people's mcdonald's fries that you eat a, in the drive up that's pretty good but it's I, not I, pretty good it
2: i've is gotten the best. many whoppers since that challenge a lot of these restaurants i just kind of don't go back to for a while wow
3: you still go to burger king i'm proud yeah
2: well ashamed proud proud shamed
1: yeah <laughs> proud shamed yeah. i will abstain from this one because i have only done the subway challenge and nothing there was my favorite <laughs> <laughs> you had to have liked something i like some a cookie things, you like the cookie I, I, sure chocolate chip cookie Okay, with all the craze of soda bars and flavored sodas, Kent, you're actually drinking one right now, Mm -hmm. Uh, what is your go-to drink order
3: (laughs) when you go to these places? So it depends on which place I'm going to. I know, Kent's 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 Maverick (laughs) order, I think, is well-known. So uh, If you go to Fizz, Fizz, you're getting the drama queen. (laughs) Yeah, diet drama queen, actually. (laughs) (laughs) 44-ounce diet drama queen, light ice, please. Uh, What what does that have in it? Sour apple, raspberry, and some other fruit. Wow. Because some fruit is drinking it, for sure. I hate ordering that drink. But if I go to like Twisted Sugar, I'll get the Diet Bombshell. Everything I get. The fact that you know the names. It's like they want me to be embarrassed. They're like, oh, dance yeah, yeah. back. Change the name to something embarrassing real quick. Yeah. Joel, what do you get? Here's the thing. I don't go to these places. You don't go these places. Because a couple reasons. One, I don't drink
2: that much soda. I like it. All, but so I, I just don't get it's it. It's $3 a pop. And that's it. The frugal cycle, I'm like, they're making bank on this. Mm-hmm. But I have more recently, my son, I've been rewarding him with mowing the lawn. He gets to go to, to Twisted Sugar and we get a drink together. Mm-hmm. Or he gets a drink and I got to try it. I really like, by the way, there was one called, I think it was the uh, root beer barrel or something like that. Oh, like, yeah. It was like cream, vanilla. That's and right up beer. your alley. It was basically like a root beer float. But, but for you, that's a luxury item, right? Yeah. Something yeah. you'll rarely get. I rarely get it. But I, when I do, it's usually a root beer. One of the root beer concoctions. I'm sorry, I don't go there that often, so I couldn't tell you exact. But uh, Joel I, is literally drinking a water right now. Though. I am, yeah. but I, I do also usually when I go there, I like getting the kid ones. I don't know why,
3: but it's like the the oh Italian sodas or something like no, that. No, it's like
2: it's like the kid one, it like has gummy worms in it and like <laughs> green apple flavoring uh, and sharks trike. in the
3: water. There's also pink for some poodle. reason I'm like, hey,
2: Yeesh. candy on this. That's actually I'm getting more for my money or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> I love
1: it. Yeah, but I don't usually. Yeah, I don't usually go there. For me it's it's like a, a Dr. Pepper with vanilla cream and raspberry or peach. I guess it's like, like the Captain Jack or something the like Captain that. Captain Jack. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right. Why do that's I know what that, that has raspberry puree. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I like the purees. Yeah, they're fun. They're fun. Yeah. All right, most overrated fast food place. Well, I've said in and out many times before and mm-hmm. I do believe that's probably going to be my my final. You think answer it's here. overrated? I I think it's overrated because still people are like, "Oh yeah." In and out.
1: Do you think still, like, it's been in Utah for a long time? People you, still swear by it. Really? I still get
2: people bugged that I didn't say their fries were that good. And they're like, how dare you? The line is always long in the drive thru. And it's so fresh. So fresh. So fresh. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll say In and Out, although there was on an upcoming episode of Bag and Cell, mm-hmm. uh, there's going to be one that I'm definitely going to call out as overrated.
3: Good. But you'll see. Chick-fil-A. It's Chick fil A. How dare you? It's Chick fil A. It's Chick fil A. And I'll, t- I'll tell you why. They have the same amount of items the In-N-Out does. And most of their stuff is quite good, but they only have like four options. It's, but it's such And everyone options. loves it. And there's some drug in it that makes women love this place. <laughs> yeah. It's, Joel. It's, it's like put you. a Chick-fil-A in a Target and you're set for life. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but
1: it's just fine. It's good. I like Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I've, it's quite fine. But that's about it, it is so overrated
2: though. No. Yeah, oh, and I the drive up is right, always stacked. Yeah. So good. I like In-N-Out Burger, Joel out burgers, fine. I'm a, fine, fan. I'm a but, fan.
3: But people are just like, it's the best thing in the world. And I'm like, you it's have a to burger. eat it as soon as they hand deliver it through the window. It's a burger, and, and fries. I do. I think that's why <laughs> I like it. I literally will part. I'll go through the drive-through <laughs> like and then the park thinnest, next to the store. <laughs> the thinnest burger ever with like a flat
2: bun on
1: it. I am a thin burger person.
2: I don't. Like, I don't like thick burgers.
1: Like or, thick with two C's. Yeah, boy. <laughs> okay. Uh, now I'll just read this as it was sent into me. Best chick flick of all time in parentheses, because we all know Kent has one. Best chick flick of all time? Traditional chick flick. Chick flick. Not rom-com.
3: No, a rom-com can be a chick flick. No, it it could be, but we're talking like The Notebook. That's a chick flick. I don't know.
2: Because this is one where you can't disclude rom-coms, though, because you get ones like, I mean, when we did our show on How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days and 10 Things Mm -hmm. I Hate About You, I would consider both of those chick flicks.
3: I wouldn't say 10 Things I Hate About You But it's hard, though, because there's... There's favorite, right? I could say like When Harry Met Sally. By the way, we're just winging this here. When yeah. Harry Met Sally, which I appreciate because the writing is so good, but it's not considered like a cyclist in Seattle. Chick flick. See, flick. Right.
1: there's an ultimate here. It's Pride and Prejudice. Oh, that's the six-hour version. The
2: miniseries is actually quite good with Colin Firth. No, the Keira Knightley one. No. What? That's a chick flick. Get out of here. But it's not the best one. What are you talking about?
1: You guys are guys. Why don't you mansplain chick flicks some more? <laughs>
2: <laughs> we, did a, we did a whole show on it. I, I, I think I'm gonna to have to say Sleepless in Seattle. It's a good call, or Serendipity. That's my favorite, but I don't know if it's the best. Yeah, are we talking best or like most widely accepted? Our uh, favorite is it our what, favorite? What's, the actual, what's the actual question? It says best because we
1: all know Kent has one. So what's your I, what's your favorite? Kent, you always say the your favorite's the best.
3: Well, that's true. What's your favorite? What's my favorite? Yeah, Five Hundred Days of Summer. That's, that's, a, that's not a, a shit. I know, I know. That's, that's a it's Sleepless in Seattle.
2: It, that I think that's a great choice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's a lot of good ones, though. I'm actually a big fan of a lot of romantic comedies. Yes, you are. Well, who's your favorite Scooby Doo character? <laughs> Don't well, say Scrappy. No, it's obviously Scooby-Doo. Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo is my favorite character. Shaggy. Shaggy. Shaggy's good, but be shaggy. who is uh, he without Scooby Doo? You're. Come on. You're like Fred. Stop. The actually, show's called Scooby Doo,
3: not Shaggy. Uh, Velma.
2: Brains of the operation. I'm sure you like Velma. Brains of the
3: operation. Velma's good. I'm sure. I've seen some pretty cute Velma Halloween costumes. <laughs> there are out there. Yes. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Shaggy. I mean, Shaggy's the one he's comic relief.
1: Like, wow, Scoob. I like Scoob. We got to get out of here.
3: Yeah, it's Shaggy, probably. Shaggy. Yeah, I'm going to go with Scoob. Mr. Boombastic. <laughs> R- oh, wrong, Shaggy. Oh, it was me. <laughs> what is the
1: best franchise? Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Friday the 13th, or Heck Razor?
3: <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street. Not Friday the franchise. 13th. Not Friday the 13th. I can tell you uh, that now. There's the majority of each series is weakness, to be honest it's with you. It's true. You, you got to talk first great movie, which Halloween, Halloween is probably the best first great movie of mm, all the franchises. Nightmare on Elm Street, for no, everyone, Hallow- is the best one. Halloween is the best. There would be no Nightmare on Elm Street without Halloween. Let's oh, be honest. Yeah. Overgoing oh, legacy. Sure. Uh, and it's just great. Michael Myers is a fantastic. I like the Halloween franchise. but I'm just saying I think Nightmare on Elm Street has the,
2: has the stronger opener. Because no, do it, no do, do hear me out here. Okay, I'm listening. Halloween is a fantastic suspense thriller about a faceless killer that doesn't really have much personality. Right. Freddy Krueger introduced a whole mythology about being able to be killed in your dreams. It created the character of Freddy Krueger. It gave us that kind of really fun
3: stinger ending. It mm-hmm. was comedy and horror. It wasn't quite comedy at that point. It, it, it hadn't reached comedy until number three. True. Which honestly, and that's why I'm saying it's the best franchise. Because number three is so much fun, and then New Nightmare is kind of like this, even though it's 20 years old at this point, was still a really fun reintroduction, yeah. right, a very meta take, whereas I think Halloween is, is better as an original scary movie because it's real. I it's think not a dream I think all have diminishing returns. I think
2: the weakest, obviously, is is, is Heck Razor. That's what we're yeah, calling it. definitely. <laughs> and then Friday the 13th, and then...
3: But <laughs> Halloween does have a revitalization, and That's I like H2O two two as again. well. Yeah. And How- Halloween 3... Oh, Oh, man. Halloween to me overall is the most interesting. But I grew up with Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. And so I have to go with that. I'll Isn't say- that weird? I grew up with that. Yeah. I grew up on H- Nightmare on
2: Elm Street as well. Mm-hmm. But I do feel like it's diminishing returns, which you want to get goofier and goofier, kind of killed the scariness of Freddy. Right. Whereas Michael Myers stays pretty consistent. So I'll say Halloween. Okay.
1: Okay. Wow. Also-
2: Even the Rob
3: Zombie ones.
1: No. Mm-hmm. They're included. Those. I haven't seen They're those. They're
2: included. This one is just for
1: you, Joel. What? What is it going to take to get you to watch Alita Battle Angel?
2: Yeah. Um, I can tell you it will take a DeLorean, a TARDIS, a phone booth, or any other sort of time machine. Are you really not watching it because she beat Iron Giant? No, I am not watching it because you and Ryan browbeat me and pushed her through so far when mm-hmm. she didn't deserve to go that far in a robot battle bracket. Watch the movie. She'd so I've decided eh, I'm not going to see it. So but why? Take a time machine. It's, it's, it's not actually like a great movie. She, here's the thing. She can go around or two, and I'll be perfectly fine with it. With mm. the, how far you guys pushed her? I was so annoyed with that. It was one of the things where I'm like, you know what? I was kind of lukewarm in this now. Now I can just not see it. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> so good. So we'd have to go back in time, change her votes. Yeah, not not, not push her as far as you did. Mm-hmm. She's She's got the... Uh, ugh, I can't believe I'm going to say this name. She's got the hopper stink on her. Oh, oh come where on it's like i have these feelings of like oh, no no yeah sure There's i have not been able there. to watch ants life or bugs life since that bracket it's ptsd a little bit because <laughs> all the locusts Kent, this one's for you okay
1: this kind of was addressed in a bacon bit at one point but kent does knowing the whole plot of movies before you see them take you out of the movie experience it's like surprises
3: twists when you find out information about a movie does it take you out of it I'm going with a cop-out answer with it depends. There are superhero movies. Cop-out answer? Yeah. Superhero movies are never really going to surprise me at this point. And so... Not with that attitude. Yeah. You can kind of predict everything that's going to happen. And so knowing a lot about it won't affect me. But there are times where I'm like, oh, I was meant to read a book. Let's say a movie is being adapted from a book. I won't read the book because I want to be surprised in film, and then I'll read the book after. I, I find generally it's better to watch the movie first and the book second because then you're not yeah. as disappointed. Yeah, for most movies I see, it doesn't affect me if I know spoilers.
1: I'm I, I kind of get that. I'm there for the journey, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to see it happen. I, it's, I I don't like visual spoilers. I don't care about plot spoilers as much. Yeah all right so we're going to move now into the bacon sale category we're going to start talking about like a you know, bacon sale the mechanics of our show the show the dynamics and stuff like that okay for example um this is a question how do you think the other host would describe you so, th- so imagine you're mm. you have to give an elevator pitch joel about kent kent about joel
2: what do how can would wait, describe wait, me. what do you
1: think the other would say Oh, so we're
2: describing ourselves from the other's viewpoint. How do you think the other host described you? I think Kent would say something along these li- lines of, like, yeah, he's pretty, he's, he's a nice guy. He's a real nice guy, sometimes too nice. I really wish he would just be a little more angry and, and like dislike things more because he seems to like everything all the time. Okay. Also, he's got really good biceps.
3: Yeah, I have, said, I have literally said that. <laughs> Especially in uh, Connect Four pictures. Yeah, I think Joel would say about me, Kent is really passionate. Try not to disagree with him or he'll never let it go. <laughs> and okay. he'll, tr- he'll try to get the last word in. But he still means well and he's not as mean as he sounds. That's pretty much true. I
2: remember one time someone I knew was mm-hmm. asking for... Uh, about you, they, they were considering. Someone I knew was considering dating you, and I remember I said, "I tell you what, I can give you a non-pervert, non-creeper guarantee."
3: <laughs> that's about <laughs> a, <laughs> wow. a ringing just, endorsement. Why did I just say that? <laughs> <laughs> a non-pervert. I'm. A, I need that like on yeah. a plaque somewhere. You can get that on a shirt at, okay. at <laughs> Wait, well. so that's a non-pervert, non-creeper guarantee? That's what I gave her and then it's a low uh, bar that then I'm, I'm willing to reach uh. yeah. <laughs> so i'm a heartbreaker but not a not a creeper right yeah i feel like
1: you guys just described me as uh yeah um he's uh he's the new guy yeah yeah the new guy who's been around for
3: a year and a half That's true no big deal yeah
1: okay what is your favorite type of show when I mean, we kind of have a, a seri- bacon episode yes uh, of bacon seal episode we have a
3: series of styles of shows that we do what do you like the best generally i would say pitch shows but it's been yeah. so long since we've done a pitch show you have one in your pocket i'm pretty I sure do, and know. i'm trying to think of like the best idea for it so i'm just not as i'm not as passionate about about it as i used to be Okay. Mostly just because pitches do take a while to come up with, mm-hmm. and I want them to be good. I feel like there's a little more pressure on it, so the joy isn't quite there as well, much Because each anymore. time over,
2: they're like, hey, jokey, jokey, and Kent's like, okay, if Hollywood is listening, I have this four-page <laughs> document
3: that I've created. I'm going to read it very seriously. Everyone shut up. I'm going to say this correctly. It's so true. And then I, I do look forward to the brackets, but those are the times where at this point in our run, we do get the most fiery at each other. We do. We yeah. do. And so I look forward to them, and then I'm like, why did we get mad over the dumbest things? Obviously, I'm, I'm trying to come up with an answer. Well, and I,
2: I do enjoy the category shows. I, and I, category show would be Category shows are up there because to me, that's not picking the best. There's, the, there's a variety of bests involved. There's not like one winner to rule them all. And I don't have to make that decision of like, what's my number one? What's my number five? It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is my favorite for when I'm trying to fall asleep. And this is my favorite for when I'm you know wanting to work out. Yeah, uh, If that were, were to ever happen. And so I, I do enjoy category shows a lot. And every time we do them, I, I highly enjoy. Also, I love every time we can play musical clips for some reason. Yeah, it just adds so well, much why to the soundtrack show. Soundtrack
3: and feels work so well yeah. because it's a category show with, with music. Clips. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Category shows and they're they're not hard for us to come up with, and so the research isn't as devastating. Yeah, no, is, the bracket shows take Rank, a ranking long is tough. Brackets are hard. Brack, to brackets research. take a long time to do to do to prepare for. But categories, like okay, we came up with twenty categories. Let's cut it down to ten. We've got a show. And we're not killing any darlings, really. Yeah. Hopefully not. Yeah, the shows where we can sing are very fun. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was
2: going to say you've been here, uh, well, like I said over, yeah. well over a year now. Well, I listened to which, which shows, for years prior. But which ones? Uh, is there a difference between which shows you like when you were just a listener and which shows you like when you were a member of the the group here? I don't know. I think it's pretty much the same. I, I like what I like. Um, I like I
1: like food episodes. I mean, I think they're always yeah, super the fun. The listener generally does. Yeah, yeah, those are very relatable. But and those are generally tiering shows, generally speaking. Mm-hmm. But category shows, to me, have always been my favorite because of the variety that you get. And there's a lot of chance for randomness and weirdness and and things like that. So Me giving I, the mainstream pick, Kent giving the hipster pick. Me yeah. talking about Passions, the soap opera from the next oh And especially um, getting specific, I think the overrated and underrated
2: ones are fun because they are... All over the place. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I those do, are category shows. I was going to say I, I do kind of like I like where we're at. I like what we're doing, but I mm-hmm. do kind of miss the early days when it was kind of all over the place in regard to what we we're going to talk about. Right? Like a lot of people, a lot of people have bashed on the winter show, but I highly mm. enjoy that one because I go back and listen, and I'm like, "This is so crazy. What <laughs> are we, what are we talking about?" <laughs> so good. This
1: uh again. I'm just reading this as it was submitted. Kent. Why is Joel the ultimate host of Bacon Sale? Oh, the ultimate <sighs> host. What does that even mean? I know. Tell me about it. I, I, that's what it says.
3: Uh, I H- have the ultimate honestly, warrior talk. I mean, I'll, I mean, we're since we're answering questions. Yeah. Uh, great voice. Yeah. Um, you know how to read an audience. Oh my gosh, he's getting all genuine. No, yeah. for real. I think you cater to a general audience, and I think you play that very well. Like I, I kind of make fun of you sometimes. they will be like, Joel, so mainstream and this <laughs> sort of stuff. But I do think that's. The, the majority of people who don't want to explore as much into our weird weed, into the weed conversations, mm-hmm. which you can go there, but you'll pull it back often and uh, right. and and make it relevant to the majority of people I can't listening. look you in the eyes because you're complimenting me. This is really weird. Oh, okay. Sorry. It sorry. is a little awkward. Yeah. And his, uh, the gun show. I mean, we've talked show. about his arms a few times <laughs> lately. Uh, his leg game, not strong. Hey, but the whoa, gun whoa, show. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Uh, uh, oh, Indian leg wrestle right now. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice put on this bring back the speedos no 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 my legs
2: are freakishly strong (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna flip this around and put it on Kent as well
3: the question wasn't for you I know but I
2: I, since I'm just because I I gave
3: some love doesn't mean I feel like I need save it
2: for the last episode of the season I know
3: (laughs) No, but I feel
2: like uh, from Kent's perspective, I feel like he's a a fantastic and the ultimate host of Bacon Cell because people look to him as an authority figure on his opinion on movies. And it's one of those things where like he says something and and even if they don't uh, even disagree with you, Mm -hmm. they still respect the authority of the movie critic. You have that mantle upon you. And I think that it's that with your uh, ability to expose people to the unusual, the weird, the strange, the dark, the hipster. That, that kind of people are kind of like, oh, well, I'd like to hear more about that. And they respect your opinion for that. And I think your voice is fantastic oh, as well.
3: Thank you, sir. Appreciate mm. it. I Not think, anymore. I think you're
1: both pretty. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one is, I feel weird when it's one's directed at me and I'm reading it, but I'll just answer it real quick. Uh, it says, Zach, be honest, how weird was the transition from guest host to full time host of Bacon Sale? We've heard a lot from Joel and Kent but not much from you. What's your side of it? Oh, good question. It was weird because I really... I came into hosting Bacon Sale as a... Just in limbo. Yeah, it was like a... You know, I have the ability to fill in right now. And times are weird because, you know, I started my first... You know, time here was, was the first episode in April. It, we had just started pandemic season. Mm-hmm. And we and just lost Jake. And we had just lost Jake. <laughs> it sounds and so like it was he's like, dead. Yeah. And <laughs> and it was like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll see. Let's try and get a revolving door. But then it was like, well, maybe because of the state of the world, a revolving door of, of guest hosts doesn't make sense. You know, we can't do the Jeopardy thing. Yeah. And so I was just kind of like, oh, well, we'll see. And it was like I had a short term contract. <laughs> you know, we'll see when it ends. But then honestly, it all felt pretty natural moving into to just staying here and continuing to come up, and well, you never left.
3: It was a thing. You, I literally you, you lived right in this in the, room. In the bacon like, yeah, you just lived here. Yeah, and yes. So it, made, it just made sense. And for us, it's been really good. I mean, just to give a little bit of because this is a behind the scenes section, right? Yeah. Uh, Jake. Fine bacon Jake though. was very good for the the common man, the common person, sure, because. He didn't grow up watching Saturday morning cartoons every day. He didn't watch T Man in his underwear. In his underwear sometimes, but like, yeah. and, and as not, a kid, he did too. Not everyone grows up on, a <laughs> ra- <laughs> <laughs> and not everyone grows up on a ranch. But he didn't know a lot about things, and so he'd stop us from talking about things, or stop us when we got too far ahead. And so, and to jump from there, you know about more about pop culture, Zach. Yeah. But you do have there is the age gap. The age gap. And so you'll often be like, guys, you're speaking to an older, older audience. Uh, I don't know anything about that 80s movie. So let's explain that a bit further instead of just, you know, feeling like. uh, Why are you talking about Car
2: 54? Where are you? No one knows. Right. Right.
3: Literally no idea what that is. (laughs) So I, I do think that transition from our from our perspective was pretty natural. Yeah. And it was, it was like we were we, when we were talking
2: about a new host, we were talking about who to bring in and, mm-hmm. and you came in as the guest host and he came in again. And it was kind of like, well, yeah, Zach makes sense. Yeah, it plays so. really, really well. Yeah. Could you be a little more Amish, though? I mean, I
1: could
3: try. I mean, he does have the beard. He does have the beard. All right. I don't have an Amish beard. Mm, it's getting look, there. I have the, the mustache getting there. Come on. You step off, son. Okay.
1: Uh, in your opinion, what is the most serious show that Bacon Sale's ever done? Because I'm obviously, you know,
3: there's a lot of comedy that's happening. But what is if there was a serious show? There are shows where I got pretty upset. For example, right after Batman v Superman came out, we did uh, Why the uh, Rotten Tomatoes and IMDb Scores. Mm-hmm. I feel are so corrupt. But that was me going on a rant. So I wouldn't yeah. call that serious. I would actually say it was uh, episode three, probably. And it was uh, Simon Pegg making comments. And we referenced this just barely about the death of geek culture and what fandoms do. Yeah. to uh, certain cultures and how it's dying off which is crazy because we're on season seven and still geeking out every single day right there's still plenty to talk about yeah. yeah right And but we were we were getting into the conversation and it felt like we were giving commentary on a culture
2: yeah Joel what about you uh, for me I'd have to say it was one of the probably one of the first episodes I mean we have a lot of fun with Dr. Matt but I do feel like oh. that psychology of fear one like I, I walked in I think it was one of the first ones we did with Dr. Matt yeah and I remember it was like he was digging in deep, like psychos- psychosis, <laughs> psychosis wise. But that we were talking about actual fears that we had. Mm-hmm. And while it was funny, you know, we we're talking about, you know, being trapped in water with sharks around. And it was terrifying. Right. Or running up the stairs really quick with the lights off. But there was a couple real moments in that one, the psychology of fear, when I kind of went, wow, this feels like a like a legit psychology show. Mm hmm. And uh, that's why we've never had Dr. Matt back. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, got back, real.
2: It's been asked. It was also asked, when is Dr. Matt coming back? Uh, we just need to plan it and ask him because okay. he's, he's always down. He's usually pretty cool about We're like, hey, we got an idea. You want to do can this? Can we sure. come over at one in the morning? And he's like, are we doing the Oingo Bungo show yet? And we're like, yeah. no, not yet.
3: What? He loves Oingo Bungo. So do I. I know. I've never met him. Zach, I do think we need to do a show with Dr. Matt just so I can say, Dr. Matt, what can you tell us about Zach? Yes. And he could just break oh, you, you down, no, no. you know? No, no, no. You
1: know. well, we're going to do the Oingo Boingo show, so we can mm. just talk about 80s music and have fun. We'll I don't we'll, need analysis. We'll do a bait and switch. It's yeah. fine. We I don't, mean, we've done it before with Dr. Matt. We don't have to pay him, do we? No, no it's oh, free. Oh, well, then I get yeah. some free therapy out of this. <laughs> okay, how about this? Just off the top of your head, quick answer, what's your favorite episode of Bacon Sale? Uh mom show. Whoa. Oh, yeah. Okay. And we're not even on the show. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's the best. Okay. On top of your head. Go, Joel. Quick as you can. The first one I thought was was
2: Rocky versus Independence Day. It's it's awesome What about, what about uh, Fast Food for Thought? Oh, I do like that one, too. Episode 22. I don't know. I, I, Mom's show was so much fun, but the, the Rocky one's the first one that came to mind, so I'll say that one. Rocky versus okay. Day. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's favorite, though. Yeah. Favorite. I, well, Okay. The, the music shows. I really do enjoy
3: the music shows. I was oh. going to say, mine. My, my bathroom etiquette. Bathroom etiquette. With, uh, is with good. us on the show, bathroom etiquette is the best show. Yeah. Uh, Tournament of '80s New Wave was so much fun. For it was me so too, much
2: fun. I got so mad at that one too. But we ended at a good place. The one that yeah. popped in my head. I mean, the answer could
1: change all the time. Of course, the one that popped in my head was the recent Twitter winner. It I was had so fun. So much fun on. That oh, with, one. The, mm-hmm. with the songs that
3: had the like the titles. songs
1: with the same titles. Yeah. I had a blast on that, and I listened. I've listened to it multiple times since, and got a real good laugh out of it or two. Yeah. There's so many. I mean, honestly, we've done. We're great. (laughs) We love us. Do
3: you think there is a bracket show that you don't agree with the outcome? I mean, obviously, if our our winner didn't win, right? Like, I think Bad Day should not have won the one-hit wonder for the 2000s. We've
1: kind of talked about this before. I mean, the the Nirvana thing.
3: The Nirvana not winning the 90s bracket is still... It's always going to be... Well, what we should have done, and we've mentioned this, but it should have been the Nirvana bracket, right? It should have been named the Nirvana bracket. Brought to you by... Which we've done once. We did
1: uh, the 2000s Horror Decade Dance Brought to You by Shaun of the Dead. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Because you didn't want to have the same answer... And then you ended up having the same number one answer. It's you know, just we what we
3: do. And we're all having fun here, but I'm like, oh, Helga Sinclair or sure. you know, this band over this band. I, I think that it's even if they end the way we don't want them to, the journey is really, really fun. Exactly. It is. And it, that the, the fun and part really is what I, people get so mad about how we
2: got there, but they're like, mm-hmm. I hated every decision you made. But the, the end was pretty was good. Fine, yeah. The, the winner was, was probably fine. But I do think it would be fun one time to just not listen to the episode again. And redo one of those brackets and see if we land in the same place. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. This one is interesting,
1: um, and it is a little behind the bake, and we'll be kind of vague with this, but how are things going in terms of getting sponsors for the show? Are you satisfied with how things are? We have a really
2: cool advantage of having a bunch of really awesome sponsors of the show from Patreon. The patrons really are kind of what what, uh, keep the lights on here in the baking cave. We're, Mm -hmm. We're very grateful for them. Better than a sponsor, too, because I don't feel like we're, we're having to plug anything or, or do anything on the show. Yeah, I would rather say, thank you, patrons. Here's an extra episode every week or so
1: than say, and now we're going to talk about all the stuff you can get from Squarespace.
3: Gold
2: Bond, medicated well, powder.
3: I mean, let's just jump to the the burger bacon bit that we did. Uh, I even forget the name of the place. The uh, the app that we used yeah. oh, for the sponsorship. Grub, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Grub, Grub Pass. pass. Yeah, it's Grub changed, pass. But changed, changed. And you know, I'm not going to badmouth them. But it's like we did a bacon bit like for the show. It's like hashtag ad. Yeah. And I felt like we were selling out a little bit. Yeah. And even though it, it was, was good food, good yeah. the, the experience was not super good and we but we didn't want to be like, yeah, that was horrible. So we were a little bit kinder than maybe our real personalities would reflect. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there's just there's bias. There always is when you when you have that sort of relationship. Yeah. Whereas I like Patreon because we're representing the fans that listen to the show yeah. and love the show. And so we wanna do what they want us to do. Yes. I mean, uh, by the way, this episode is brought to you by Tide. Um,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tide, get your whites white and your colors, colory. I I don't know. <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Is that what they said? <laughs> we're fired. They just dropped our sponsorship. They did. Ah. But, you know, I, th- I think Patreon was one of those uh, blessings where we were like, we were looking for stuff, uh, that people that could support us, people that could sponsor us. And then Patreon was one of those ideas that we, we got and we went, well, that, that could work. Mm-hmm. And I think it has worked very well. So thank you, patrons. It's again. helped, and I think it it definitely keeps us continuing to do what we want to do, and not yeah. driven by and able to a do more. Image, there's no way we would have been able to do the subway challenge without patrons. Mm-hmm. That
1: a great segue. Uh, We're going to do subway part two. So the menu has recently no. been
2: completely revamped. No, We're I wouldn't say no on it. I would say not now. I think we, we should, should do, do a, bacon, a bacon bit. We
1: should do a bacon bit and try some of the new items. But I think down the road, we we, do.
2: we, no, we're old and gray. And we want to revisit something. Yeah, I'm quite triggered by subs right now. Yeah, I have not gone back. That was a very, it was surprisingly unpleasant to do that challenge. Yeah, and it should be like the most healthy. I think it was the most, well, there were a lot of veggies involved. There were, I mean, yeah, a lot of veggies. You can there. make it
1: a very unhealthy experience, which I did. I think we <laughs> did. Okay, this one is, is super weird, and this is a little bit of a bacon sale deep cut, so I apologize. Who would win in a fight between Krampus, Krampus. Jacob's Amish brethren, Kent's ex-girlfriends, mm. and the Scream Queen? It's time we find out who the greatest season cliffhanger threat
3: really is. <laughs> I like this. Yeah. Okay, because uh, this is I, I will, at the end of each season, we we somehow manage to survive a horrible Krampus thing. can affect realities. He's basically the Scarlet Witch. He's not that strong. Yeah, I he's, think. Are we going up for a
2: Krampus? Go, man, with a chain. Okay, uh, with a parade. Scream Queen. We, I think we got to ground her in a little bit of reality because she
3: can't just be an ethereal ghost. No, um, but long fingernails and she cuts off body parts. Yeah. Um, does she technically Tongues. qualify as Tongues. an
2: ex-girlfriend? Ex-girl- uh, I think. I was gonna say. I think the Amish people are probably. They don't know what they're in for. They're gonna go
3: out pretty quickly. Considering that one of my exes. Got you sick, Zach. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Can I say that? That sounds so weird. <laughs> that sounds really weird. And I, have, I think I have a good relationship with everyone I've dated. Right. But uh, they it's not like a ton of cave. people, but they did blow up the bacon cave. Yeah. All mm-hmm. the, and that was just like all the wrongs. Uh, I, I think the Scream Queen is
2: going to take it, honestly. Okay. I think that Krampus is going to underestimate her. I think she's going to get the advantage And I think she's going to uh, make Krampus pay.
3: So you're giving the two supernatural beings.
2: Yeah, I think I think the Amish and your ex-girlfriends are going to fight each other. And then Krampus and Scream Queen are going to come in and and I think
3: I would go Scream Queen as well. But as far as best cliffhanger, I think it's the original. I think it's Krampus Krampus Uh, because the way that we ended in the way we began. Yeah. Uh, Although Joel, technically Joel 2016 was also a villain who was Pete the intern. That's actually true. Yeah. Pete the intern
2: as evil me was pretty fun. But uh, here's the other thing, Kent. Hmm. Krampus didn't technically kill us. He just trapped us in a snow globe. Yeah. Scream Queen killed us. Yeah. Well, killed Jacob. And then dated you. And then ghosted you. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? Ghost. Yeah.
1: Uh
3: Okay. We'll say Scream Queen on that one, though. I like it. If Bacon Sale got to create one new law, what would it be? Uh, Should we go with the etiquette shows that we've talked about? Yeah. Probably so. Is there something we really felt strongly about? You opine, you opine I mean, on these types of if things. If it's restroom etiquette, I'm very passionate about speaking law. in the bathroom, for uh, example. As, as a no, law. But yeah, us,
2: we were not. The other two people in that bathroom etiquette show thought you are a little crazy for no speaking ever.
3: Yeah, still though, you shouldn't. Uh, I think we, no shoes off in the movie theater was pretty strong for a, both of us. No. What? No, that's fine. Like, I'm not going to put my socks up on something, but it shouldn't be a law. I realized I did it yesterday. I'm sorry.
2: Oh. I got one. Hmm. Jump back to our spoiler etiquette show. The, the new law should be oh the law. spoiler law. Okay. Yeah. And also I think there should be a, uh, and this would be a law that would go in effect that would, it would affect some social media, but I think there should be like a filter or a block or something like that that people try to give spoilers too early about the movie. They can't post it because mm-hmm. there's those jerks out there who intentionally try to do so. And I'm like, why? Why? Okay. Spoiler law. Should be law, law. Okay. becomes law. I would ban vague booking. Which once again, oh, oh, vague booking is oh terrible man, oh. from the
1: social media addict.
2: Just know that I'm having a hard time right now. Keep me in your thoughts. And then <laughs> everyone comments, no, it's too personal.
3: You just post it on social media. If you can't handle me at my worst, what would, now, now? What did spoiler best. law stand for again? Look, look, ask, wait. That's right. There so you go. look around. Ask if they've seen it yes and then wait eight seconds five, five, six,
2: yeah. seven, eight. Four, four seconds starting from five <laughs> makes perfect <laughs> sense there's a new
1: law get used it's to it it's a law if your childhood dreams had panned out what career would you have today actor nba i'd be an uh, eye
3: doctor what?
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: what? <laughs> hold on, hold on.
1: Oh, dude, don't so, get me wrong. Joel, Joel.
3: <laughs> uh, uh, the best actor in twenty twenty three is Joel Hilton. Yay! Yeah. Uh your your NBA All-Star. Get done. Get done. Nice. When's well, your appointment? <laughs> what can time I get is your a, cheat time? Can I get an availability?
2: No, um, that was your dream job, was eye doctor?
1: It was the first time I can remember because it's kind of I don't know. I, I remember I got glasses when I was seven years old and I was like, oh, that's what trees look like? That's what grass looks like? And it made a huge impact on me. That's tender. so I wanted to do that. You wanted to bring that joy in. Oh, that's good. That's a good
3: story. So that's the first time I can actually remember wanting an occupation. I used to uh, tape my fingers together I think Jeff Hornacek used to do this yeah. uh, to improve his shots and go out on our, our sport court in the back and just shoot free throws nonstop. That's weird because I used to actually tape
2: steak knives to my hand for our <laughs> Freddy Krueger movie.
3: Yeah, I'm sure you
2: did. I did. I have video. <laughs> but yeah, I, I was always, I've always been obsessed with acting. Big yeah. fan.
3: <laughs> Eye doctor. <laughs> <laughs> See, Joel and I, we have perfect vision, so we've never... That's true. been I, yeah. crushed by... I, I, you know. I don't
1: well if you could own an exotic pet what would it be a dinosaur like a llama or an emu (laughs) a dinosaur (laughs) yeah
3: Yeah. does a dinosaur count that's not an exotic pet that's about like a
1: um what are they called komodo dragon no that's boring that's that's
2: boring that thing will claw your face i want a little
3: triceratops or something like that (laughs) all right that's fine Uh, i'll allow it i think like a wild cat would be really cool yeah and That's I had the like tiger king we, talking. We saw. No, no, it's just kind of like, documentary on that. Even just like a lynx or something like that. Like a larger, not, not a giant one that could eat you yeah. in your sleep. But like something like a lynx or something like that. Oh,
2: you know what I'd love? A fennec fox.
3: Oh, oh yeah. yeah. those oh, yeah. so
2: adorable.
1: <gasps> Red panda. That'd be cute. Can I have an elephant? Well, that's definitely one you could do. I want an elephant as a pet. Yeah, I'd
2: love a dolphin. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? <laughs> no, no, dolphins are quite violent. Don't say like dolphin. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no!
2: No! Well, <laughs> <no. laughs> oh, I forgot, Kent not a <laughs> <wear> dolphin <laughs> Wait, did, did someone say... <laughs> did
3: someone say jump? <laughs> <laughs> by Van the, Halen? Kent the were-dolphin? <laughs> 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 you like how he else moved back, too? I can never make the sound without... Flinching backwards. <laughs> so what show? What show
2: was that on? Where <laughs> was, where we did jump? And we Twitter talked about, winner. Oh, it was Twitter it was winner. Yeah, winner. yeah. yeah. where and we, we killed Zach with it. We killed Zach because <laughs> we started playing Jump by Van Halen. Ken started doing a dolphin impersonation. We had to pause the show because Zach <laughs> was so laughing good. so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> You're really, a dolphin? Do <laughs> I don't know. I just I, Zach. You okay? <laughs> we killed Zach again. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to follow you there. I've always wanted a... Like, Zach, are you okay? I'm okay. Uh, I think it'd be really cool to have a huge aquarium, and you can't keep great white sharks in aquariums. That's not, not allowed anywhere. Why would you want a great white shark? I'm fascinated by them. I'm so terrified of them, but imagine having an aquarium with a great white shark. I don't want it anywhere near me. Why would you want that? That terrifies me just but thinking But it would be like it. in the basement and stuff. No, so.
2: I've seen Ace Ventura Pet Detective. That scene is terrifying to me. <laughs> it's a comedy, and that part scares me. Yeah. Zach,
3: are you okay? There's tears in your eyes. I'm doing I'm d- okay. I'm, I'm getting by. Okay. Where dolphin? Have you ever had an imaginary friend? No.
2: Yeah, kinda.
3: My daughters did, but I never did.
2: I I, I talk to myself a lot mm-hmm. and just to get things out. And sometimes, like especially as a kid, i imagine someone else was there, like having a conversation with me. But I don't know if I had one like with a name or anything like that so do do your kids did they ever have imaginary friends no not really really yeah i mean well well, my daughter has this one uh jody it's a pig that she talks to
3: (laughs) with glowing red eyes and Mm -hmm. hovers outside her window but uh (laughs) (laughs) my oldest had two imaginary friends one was named junior and the other one was named hottie like h-o-d-d-i-e she (laughs) said not hottie hottie and i take her to the park and she'd be like take a picture of me on the slide i'm like okay and then she's like take a picture of junior on the slide and i just take a picture of the slide and i'm like i don't even want to look at what this picture (laughs) is yeah thankfully i never saw anything but yeah i never really did yeah i think my son had
2: like an imaginary squirrel that would he'd follow him around really okay he'd like i can't remember oh what was the name of it coda i think hmm yeah Zach, did you um i still do to this day um what yeah is is he an eye doctor too? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was this yeah. just from your bad vision and you yeah, thought it's, someone it's was it. there? It's okay. It. The
1: the so way I used to explain it was it was like the office. It's actually more like the show Fleabag. I look off to the side to the camera all the time. In my life, it's like something dumb, I'll be alone. I'll trip. Something dumb will happen, and I'll look over to the audience and make a dumb face. Okay. Or I'll like I'll. I'll be honest like in my spare moment my quiet moments I'll talk to like I'll turn to the side and talk to the camera yeah I really think it stems from watching the Truman Show at I was just kid. gonna say that yeah. right because yeah. 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 I, I, I watched that pretty young and I just kind of thought about that concept and and took it from there so wow. to this day I still kind of do have and it's, I, it's a joke in my star. relationship when I sure.
2: when I was a missionary serving from my church there's a famous movie called call to serve mm-hmm. where it shows this at the end it shows these shots of these missionaries walking by and the camera flies by and they wave at the camera and every now and then on the mission when we're just feeling low we just be like all right wave to the camera we just like wave to the imaginary cameras to kind of bring our spirits up and nice that's kind of the same thing I guess but we don't really yeah. talk to it Zach yeah. See, I, I I, talk
3: still I talk still. Oh
2: no, I talk to myself all the time yeah sometimes it's the only way to find intelligent conversation oh my gosh <laughs> <laughs> this next one's weird Everything else has been
1: normal. Yeah, Yeah. sure. Where Dolphin's was completely normal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, Dr. Dolphin, um, where Dolphin. (laughs) If we did a trip to Vegas, which one of us would A, gamble, B, go to the Backstreet Boys residency, (laughs) and C, would go to a Cirque
3: show? So we have to split up. This is going to sound super weird. Yeah. Joel's gambling. Joel's going to be gambling? No. Uh No. Yeah. I've no
2: Joel, Joel. Be honest here. Uh, I will be honest here. I have, uh, in the past gone to Wendover, and you're good. And I was good, and it scared me because I wanted to keep going. And so I've kind of strayed away from it since then because I'm like, I I felt the bug, and I don't want to get Joel. We're in Vegas, and whatever happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? But I've always, Kent, always wanted to go to a Cirque du Soleil show. That is one of my things. That's a bucket list item for me. You've never been. No, I've always wanted to. I, I watch them on DVD, Kent. I, oh, I've watched them on DVD, and I enjoy them, and I want to see them in person because I, I hear they're just fantastic. Although I'm kind of disappointed. Another question: was who go to the buffet? All that of us. would be me. All of but us. I would go to the Cirque show. I think Kent would go gambling, and I think you would go to the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> what do you What do you think? I'm going to the Backstreet Boys. You're going to the Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm.
3: Huh. Joel, you're still gambling. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm
2: not. Uh, and then
1: that puts me going to Cirque. Yeah. No, I'm going to Cirque, Zach. Play a slot machine or two.
2: Honestly, I love arcades and they're just shiny arcades. It oh, is, it are is you funny. volunteering for gambling? Sure. It is. It is funny how the uh, the ticket system at, at
3: arcades is essentially that's Vegas gambling. Mm-hmm. But it's like that's that's fine. So I'm Joel. I become you when I go to Vegas. I get really money conscious, <laughs> and I gambling to me. I know I'm going to lose it because I don't think I'm going to be very good at it. So I, I just don't do it. I'm not saying like you do it every time or whatever. Have you? you? uh, Yeah. I just don't care for it. Yeah. And I know I'll lose money. And so I just, I pinch my pennies. Gambling is not You're telling me if Nolan's over there at the blackjack table, you're not going to go belly up to the bar next to him?
2: 100%. (laughs) If if Christopher Nolan is there, yes, I am. There you go. Follow-up question asked by another listener.
1: What is the most money you've lost gambling that you can recall? I haven't. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, I told you. Okay. 20, no, 20 bucks for me. No, here was 20 the, bucks. Yeah. Good. Yeah. No, here was the thing is we, back in the day uh, in college, I had this, this jug of change that I actually, I got from my grandpa and it was just full. And so we said, let's just take that to Wendover and we'll, we'll use that. And that way it's not, you know, our, our money It's kind of this other money. Mm-hmm. Sure. And so I, I split it up among me and my friends and to me that was a loss because my one friend he got there and he lost it all immediately sure. his, his I share. would be that friend and so he lost it completely immediately and I was like what the heck man so I was kind of bugged about that but I, 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 I did well and you're proving my point but I, do, I haven't gone back you would be gambling no I wouldn't be yeah. I'm fighting that bug Mm-mm. one dollar you've lost one dollar when
1: I turned slot machine the proper age I drove out to Wendover alone put one dollar in a slot machine played it for like five minutes
2: and left. That was the most disappointing, by the way. Uh, slot machines. Yeah. They're not cool nope. anymore. They're not like you don't put in the coin
3: and then pull the thing
2: anymore. And you just so press a button.
3: I have shared this story before, but another reason why I don't gamble is a product of my childhood. And I, I have shared this. Just like the fireworks story, we would always go to Vegas because my cousins live there and we'd walk to the casinos, like, um, you know, the Luxor or whatever. And I'd be like, Mom, could you please play the slot machines? Could you please gamble? And she'd be like, yeah, I'm going to gamble. And she'd take out a $5 bill and throw it in the garbage. <laughs> That's gambling, son. And also lighting... That's uh, what she did. She lit $5 a five dollar bill on fire. fire yeah. Fireworks.
2: For fireworks. Those are fireworks. It sticks with me. It, I was going to say. Apparently, it's effective. Yeah. So if you're trying to prevent your kids from gambling, that's why you always leave a note. <laughs> that's why you always leave a note. <laughs> What's your heritage again? Yeah, you know. Okay. Although I swear, I've lost a ton of money on like claw machines and those those oh, coin sure. pushing machines. Yeah. And yeah, but you, like those that. are
3: rigged for you to lose. Whereas gambling is Oh, come is too. on, it's rigged for you to lose. But, you, but you know how to play the game, I think. No. I like how the show's become uh, a <laughs> the history of gambling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Not extensive. All right. Who would last the longest in a zombie apocalypse? Okay. So we've talked about this. Not me. Out of the three of us, I think it would be Kent. I think it'd be me. I, I think that as I've proven before on zombie apocalypse uh, scenarios, I'd be probably too invested in trying to save everyone and
3: failing in the process. I believe, and we've had people talk about this, like at former workplaces and whatnot. Joel and I would be the last two survivors. I think I would be the final one, just because Joel does have a little bit more compassion in his heart. (laughs) I I do think, like we played this game and we did the whole, what would happen, you know, with the zombie apocalypse. But removing the family element, like let's say it was just us two, yeah, Joel would still look out for me. And I did, remember? Yeah, I went back but to it, save you and got bit by a, a zombie kid. there would be a little more self-interest. And that's how you survive.
2: Although, I don't know. I've seen how Kent reacts to spiders and I don't know if he'd react very well to zombies. <laughs> you can see zombies coming.
3: I'm not even afraid of spiders, ah, there's own. a zombie on my leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then 12 more come. Oh. Shut
0: up.
1: <laughs> um this is a question I, I we may have answered it on a Taken bit, but uh, how did they, meaning Joel and Kent, meet Zach? Where did he come from?
3: <laughs> Should we break the story down?
2: Uh, briefly, I invited a guest onto our show who was uh, back in Femin August. and uh, Legendary Femin August. Kent DeSar on the show and decided, hey, I want to date her. That's and not exactly how it happened. For those
1: that don't know, Femin August was in um, the month of August. There were guests. It was all female guests. Yeah.
2: All guests. Every week there was going to be a guest and it was going to be a female guest every week. Yeah. And Kent uh, decided to date her.
3: Yeah. I, I eventually dated her uh, after a couple of weeks of dating her. She On invited- that show, I believe you said, I'm going to date you. <laughs> um, yeah. That wouldn't have been good um, yeah. for many reasons. Yeah. There's a backstory there. But she introduced me to Zach at a movie night party. Yep. And Zach had previously listened to one of my podcasts and I was like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And we just became friends after that. It's truly the reason I dated this girl. I I believe truthfully. Yeah. Oh, like in the cosmic sense of, in the cosmic sense. Yeah. And so Zach and I continued our friendship. Uh, Obviously he helped us out on bacon cell a ton and it became full circle because then, you know, you guys became friends through that. So Joel, you started it and it came back around full circle. It's the circle of bacon cell. Yeah. And it moves us all.
1: (laughs) It does. So thank you, thank you for letting me on. Also, you—I uh, think I said this on a pick bit as well. Um, Kent, you were the reason that I stopped pursuing a dream of being on the radio. Oh,
3: oh that makes me feel so sad. And,
1: and
2: you stopped his pursuit of being an eye doctor.
3: Yep, that's <laughs> true. It's even worse.
1: You crushed my dreams. Yeah, it's because yeah. what did I say? Like radio's dead. You told the story of the demise of one hundred one on the end, mm-hmm. and I was like, wow, the industry sucks, and I will never, I will never I pursue it. I'm
2: so sorry. You're right. I was right. Yeah, but right. I'm sorry. Wait, that's okay. Joel. How would you meet your wife? Oh, we're the stereotypical couple who met at BYU. Oh, yeah. Uh, She moved into my ward one summer, and I thought her roommate was really attractive. (laughs) This is great. Yeah, I've heard this one. (laughs) Yeah. And so, but at the same time, I got to know both of them and realized that my uh, wife was amazing and wonderful, and and I I fell in love with her almost immediately. Took a while for me, not too long for me to commit, but uh, yeah. And then she tried to move away, and I went, oh, yeah, well, I'm going to propose to you, kind of. That's basically and the that works of it, not really. That's not how it worked. Like we obviously, yeah, you're shortening everything. We, yeah, we were just very, we were we we fell in love pretty quickly and then dated very fast. and um, then Got married. pretty Okay. Follow up question:
3: How long were you dating until you said the love word? Oh, I don't remember. We we so started. Who said it first? I did. Uh, you we, did? Yes. We started. That's dating. so cute. We start. We well,
2: our first hangout was in June. We started dating in July. I think I said I love you. September-ish. Oh, okay, so engaged, so you you did wait a while. Engaged in November, married in
3: February. So that's a total BYU story. Oh yeah,
2: but, but just but, before like honestly, we were just both about to graduate. We got married right. like a um, couple months before we graduated. Yeah, because you would
3: have got kicked out anyways if you weren't married yeah, at that they, point. Yeah, they make sure so. you start okay. the whole thing over again. <laughs> yeah. So can did she you? say I love you as soon as you did? Uh, yeah. Okay. It was pretty. Quick so it was reciprocal. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Thank that's goodness. so cute. Thank goodness. Yeah. Not it like I love. Spending time with you. Yes. yes. Or they just say thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's always I've said that before. You have? They said I love you you said thank you. Mm-hmm. Oof. Yeah, my Ouch. ex we were dating four months and she actually ex-girlfriend. Ex-wife. Accidentally, ex-girlf- ex-wife oh, okay. okay. And she accidentally said, I love you. And I hugged her real close and said, Thank you. Oh, you did it. And then I was like, She's like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm like, you can say it as much as you want. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. She's like, I'm never doing that. And it took me a month. It took oh, me a month man. to wow. say that back. No, I, I said I
2: said I love you a lot to my first girlfriend, first real girlfriend. I guess was it love or was it? It was infatuation? high school. sure. It was just
3: all the time. high school year.
2: And you then like I was like, and then I was like, oh man, I, I said that way too much. And so then I didn't say it honestly for a long time. In there, there was one time when a girlfriend uh, brought me quiznos, on, uh, surprised me with quiznos, and I just went, oh, I love you. And I, went, <gasps> it just kind of came. Yeah, out. I mean, but there are many types of love. Because Scoob right? is related, but yeah. yeah. And then I basically kind of saved it up until. My wife, so is it a pretty sacred word for you? Oh, well, now I just say it to my kids and my wife all the time. It's kind of fun, yeah, because it's you know, well, you love your kids and wife, yeah, I do, yeah, most yeah. times, yeah,
3: can't wife have, all the time. How'd you meet baby Yoda? Oh, my babe, 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 uh, but most people don't know this. I have a baby Yoda toy that <laughs> when we Marco Polo, uh, in our bacon cell chat, uh-huh. Marco, Marco Polo is a walkie talkie app, a video walkie talkie app, yeah, yeah, and uh, these two um, are entangled sometimes and they'll like have their significant other. And they'll be like, hey, tell us that dating story whatever. And they'll both be on camera. And I'll be literally laying in my bed clothed. Uh, mostly Thank to you. make Joel feel weird, though. Yes. But I'll have the, the camera above me looking up. I hate it when Marco then, pulls this from his bed. And then I'll, I'll pan over and my baby Yoda will be right next <laughs> to me. Babe, what do you think? Yeah, because we'll, we'll turn the phones and say, I don't know. What do you think uh, to the other person? Truth be told, my uh, my youngest daughter got that for this past Christmas and didn't want it. So it's mine now. Didn't want it? She didn't want it. She's she not a fan? She doesn't no. care. Have, has she watched The Mandalorian? No, she doesn't care. No. I made her watch Star Wars. She just didn't care.
1: I met my female friend in theater. I, we did a play together and became good friends. And then later on in life became uh, available, and then a pandemic happened. So we're like, hey, let's not talk to anybody else and just keep hanging out. Bubble together. There we go. That's a really a romantic story. Bubble together. It's, <laughs> it's way better than that, but you know.
2: Yeah, uh, we're giving the short versions here. There Because we, go. we got a lot to cover. Yeah.
1: Now, uh, this, this one, I'm going to just call out the specific person. This is the, the time I'm going to do that. Adam Crump. Oh, said, uh, yeah. is, one, on is one question and one question only for Zach. Why a Mustang? He's a Camaro guy. It mm. says. Uh, so Isn't he, that a poor man's sports
3: car? Camaro? Yeah. Not necessarily. No. Okay.
1: No. Hmm. Uh, so for those who don't know, I drive a Ford Mustang and I'm a Mustang guy. <laughs> so when I was born... <laughs> it goes back that far. Uh, my mom was going into labor and they were headed to the hospital and they had to go home and get like the the bag for the hospital. And also my dad changed his T-shirt to a shirt that said, um, at the time there was, there was an ad campaign that said Chevy or Chevrolet, the heartbeat of America. And he had a T-shirt that said Ford, the heartbreak of today's Chevrolet. He wore that T-shirt. So uh, it was the first thing I saw on him <laughs> when I was born. And uh, we're a Ford family. My uh, granddad had a, uh, an old Ford truck that was, it was a pretty, pretty prominent member of the family. Um, then my dad, uh, got a 1969 Ford Mustang Mach one when I was uh, a young kid and has, still has it today. And I just grew up around Mustangs and cars and drag racing. And, uh, I, I'm a bit of a car guy more of a fan. I don't I'm not like a gearhead
3: and a mechanic guy. You own a Mustang now. I do do you think you'd end up getting another one or are you do you feel satisfied? I, has that itch been scratched? Yeah. I, I love my car so much, but I can already tell you what my
1: next one is. So, yeah, a Camaro. I, I know what you're I know I'll get another Mustang. I can tell tell you the okay. next one. Yeah. Hmm. So, the I have lots of plans for lots of cars if if life is in my favor.
3: Podcasting generally yep. is podcasting, really successful. It's really, Radio's dead, but podcasting is huge. It's huge, lucrative, yeah. huge.
1: Uh, brought to you by Squarespace. <laughs> um, there's a follow-up question It's that says, but that was a lie. He also wants to know, he being Adam, wants to know why Kent and Joel aren't into cars at all. I like cars. I just,
2: I'm terrible with, with makes and models. It's mm-hmm. weird because it's the same thing with sports, where if you can tell me the, the, the model, or if you tell me the model, I could probably tell you the make. And if you could tell me the state, I could probably tell you the, the team. But just looking at them, like I've always been amazed. My brother, my older brother, he can, uh, he knows. He looks at a car and he's like, oh, that's a, uh, <laughs> the, only, the only car that's coming right now is a Toyota Corolla, <laughs> which is what I drive. <laughs> but he's legit. like, oh, that's a, that's a 2014 Toyota Corolla. And like he knows that just yeah. by looking at a car. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a red car.
1: <laughs> that's yeah.
3: about as far as I can get. I think if I've driven the car, yeah. I know it, sure. But based on appearance, I'm kind of like you, Joel. I'm like I don't really care, but I definitely have an appreciation for pretty cars. Like, well, if, do you if, have a dream car? Because oh, Dodge Viper. Yeah, Viper and right. I'm I'm a Porsche guy. I like right. Porsche Boxster. Yeah. I'm too tall for it, but yeah. Sure. Yeah. I want one. But if I see one of those, I will. It definitely, I turn
2: my head. Like it will be one of these where I'll look at it as it drives by. If I see a pretty car, yeah. but I, I'm not. I'm not smart enough to be a car person. I'm like the guy who's driving down the road and I'm like, ah, oh, the, Hun- the Hyundai
1: t- uh, tail lights on the 2021 model lines are really nice. <laughs> like, I'll notice
2: specific and I'm things like, about the cars. What's their window sticker? Ah, oh, hey, <laughs> look at that! It's the it's the Deathly Hallows. <laughs> <laughs> like that's if I that were asked by a police, like what kind of car were they driving? I'd be like, uh, it's got a coexist sticker. Yeah, it's with yeah. Marvel and DC. I don't know what's going yeah. on. The bumper sticker almost says, or the light split almost says TARDIS, it's, but it's not, not quite. The right is a
1: TARDIS. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I got to ask a question. Uh, if I've ever seen a show on Broadway, the answer is yes. I've seen three plays on Broadway, uh, musicals. I've seen uh, *Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder*. I've seen Never heard of it. Uh, *Tootsie* the musical. I've, heard, I've seen the movie. Yeah. Well, they made a musical. Um, I've, and I've seen *West Side Story* a
3: revival that was like set in modern day. Tier two. Yeah. A little more yeah. grim, right? Uh, much more grim. Yeah. Yeah. All very good. So. Is this something do you consider Broadway to be like the the sta- the gold standard? Or can you see a show anywhere? I mean, yeah, Broadway is the, the the gold standard for sure. But do you need to, like if you're like I need to see Hamilton on Broadway. I would see the touring Broadway okay. cast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can have so. you
2: ever been to a show on Broadway?
3: No. Do you have a desire to do so? Uh, yeah. It, it's not like I need, but it's like if I'm in New York, I probably will get Broadway tickets. Okay. Would you, Joel? Oh, definitely. have you? I've never, no, I've never, never been never Broadway.
2: I've been to the West End in London. Oh, well, I can't. Which would really be better. Which, but I, I want to go Phantom to Broadway. There. I did, yeah. and it was amazing. I saw Wicked and Phantom in West End. Yeah. Um, I do love musicals, I do love plays, and I do want to go to Broadway someday. It's just, getting to new york having to navigate new york and paying for broadway tickets is always a little tricky Mm -hmm. it's a bear
0: yeah
1: the other i guess the the other brag and the theater world i'll I'll say maybe a little bit cooler than broadway even um i saw two shakespeare shows at shakespeare's globe oh um that was so it's like in london yeah really fun really fun really cool this was an interesting question i sent this one to you guys before um and i wanted to see if you came up with anything What object from your
2: childhood do you still own and what's the story behind it? Why do you still have it? So I have down uh, at my house now, I have a bin. Actually, I have two bins that are full of just random memorabilia from my childhood. Hmm. Uh, Just like, you know, uh, like action figures. No, uh, there was there was, there was was some toys in there that I ended mm-hmm. up pulling out because I was like, they're just collecting dust. So I pulled them out and let my kids play with them. They had a great time and then broke them. But it's things in there like goblets, glasses, I don't know what to call it, from like prom. Okay. Or t-shirts from a play I was in or uh, pictures from dances, like things like that. And uh, I had a lot, I have my lava lamp from way back then too, but it's just these objects in there. They're honestly just sitting in a bin in my, in my crawl space. And then every now and then when I'm going down there and like, you know, changing out a furnace filter or, you know, doing something else down in the basement, cleaning something out, I'll open it up and just have this little kind of moment of nostalgia. That's the only yeah. reason I keep it. Stuff that you don't think about and then until you see it and then you're like, oh,
3: yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that pretty funny.
2: But it was it was cool to go down there uh, a few years back and see all these things like my slingshot and uh, these toys, the other toys that I had. And I, I pull them out and I'm like. I'm gonna let my kids play with these. That's why you do them. My, my my kids have all my diecast Dodge Vipers that I used oh, to awesome. have. So, yeah, yeah that, that's why I keep it. It's just for those little waves of nostalgia. But I, I try not to be too sentimental or too pack ratty because uh, that pack rat mentality. I've I've had to move uh, relatives
3: who have that mentality. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's not easy. So. Yeah.
2: I try to get rid of stuff.
3: I'm the same way. I definitely don't... I'm not a hoarder in any... Well, only in one way. And I think it's probably the best way to be a hoarder. It's drawings. It's paper, right? It's not taking up too much space. But I have a couple... Like two crates of drawings I've done from when I was a kid. Ton in seventh grade and eighth grade when I really discovered I love drawing. Yeah, And I've I've kept them. And they're just like dumb stuff I would put in my folder in seventh grade on the outside so yeah. people could look at my art and say I'm cool. <laughs> and they did all the time, right? Uh, yeah. Well, that was like the one thing I'm like, guys, check this out. I'm kind of talented. <laughs> uh, just don't look at my uh, my basketball player pictures because they were the worst. posted pictures. <laughs> I those shared before. those on Instagram. Yeah. But it was even uh, books I'd write when I was uh, eight years old. I, I went through kind of like usual. I was like, I open up a crate and my daughters were reading some of the stories and making f- complete fun of me because <laughs> they're much better artists than I am. And it, it's fun to see. Just they're like, "What about when you're our age? What what kind of stuff did you draw?" But I'm a pack rat for art that I've done. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I don't I don't keep stuff.
3: You don't at all. No. no. I mean, I have a lot of things. I have a whole
1: storage unit of stuff. That I don't even know what's in there. But I you should go through and get that wave of nostalgia. It's yeah. Kind of fun. yeah, Or clean I, it out because it's also refreshing. That's that's true. That's true. But I definitely um, have thumbed through like junior high yearbooks multiple yeah. times. And this I don't want to get sad because this is it might be sad but specifically my eighth grade yearbook i uh if i open that up you know how you signed the yearbooks Mm -hmm. there's a bunch of sections that have been um like blocked and covered (laughs) uh, like censored yeah um by you by me uh i was i was kind of bullied in the eighth grade oh and i brought my yearbook home and a bunch of people had written a bunch of mean things and i think it was like you know the the whole like Whoa, you know, boys will be boys just having fun. But it really, it kind of hurt me. Of course it did. Um, and so I like, I scribbled all this stuff out. Like if, if you open up to my picture, someone had drawn like, you know, glasses and a, like an evil mustache and mm-hmm. stuff
2: on my picture in my it's yearbook. Like you you have glasses and a mustache
1: right I, now. Yeah, they did more. I don't know why. This makes <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Children are dumb. That's why I'm like, it's, it's kind of sad, right? Yeah. But it literally that was my, uh, I kind of in the coming years turned the corner of being like a more... Confident and sarcastic person, mm-hmm. and right. so like I couldn't be bullied anymore. It, D- it didn't know. work. It's just hard.
3: Junior high is yeah. the insecure
1: time. It's so, all like I don't, I don't know that. That's the only that. That's
2: a, I, the depressing thing that came to mind. I had, i blacked out some stuff in in my yearbook. Yeah, school, but it's because I was censoring it. Oh, I see. And yeah, yeah, there was said, inappropriate my, kids, stuff. my kids have gotten a hold of some of those things. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm glad I blacked exactly. out. Exactly. Yeah, there was some of that, too. For don't, sure. don't write that kind of crap like, in people's yearbooks, Like, don't kids. eat yellow snow. I know. <laughs> yeah. Real offensive. Blacked out. No, uh, that's the cool thing is going back and reading. Uh, back in the day when I was reading those yearbooks, I always was like, oh, this girl said I was cute. I'm like, you're so cute. And I'm like, oh, she said I'm cute. Yeah. And I love that. But nowadays when I read it, my favorite thing is when people are like, you were so nice. And I'm like, oh, like that's what gets me. Yeah. The cute thing. I don't even know those phone numbers work anymore. So. <laughs> no. You should try. No, I
3: shouldn't. Actually, could you give me those phone numbers?
2: Uh, no, you've dated
3: a couple people I know. <laughs> hey, you, <laughs>
2: hey, you said hags.
1: Uh, yeah, I just you, wanted to let you know I, I did. I did. I had a great I summer. I had yeah, a great had summer. summer. <laughs> So uh, uh, we didn't mention it too much, but if you want to know more about what's going on here, there are uh, the other episodes of Ask Bacon Sale where some of the questions that were submitted actually had already been answered, yeah. including embarrassing stories. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you have previously shared embarrassing stories yes, we on have. Bacon Sale before. Uh, but this question specifically says, except for Kent's classic skating getting pants story, oh, yep. what are some embarrassing moments? And I was listening to that episode, and Joel, you shared one about uh, yeah. Being in line at, at Lagoon, Lagoon. Yeah. At the terror
2: ride. Yes. Go back and listen to, I think that was episode 153 or 153. Yeah. One, 162. 162. 162. Yeah. Or episode 53. Or episode 53. One of those two. I, I think it was the first sure. one. But yeah.
1: anyway, uh, you, long story short, you ended up pretending that you had, you were missing an arm. Yes. And right behind you was somebody who was missing an arm. I didn't know arm. there
2: was a person behind me that had yeah. a missing arm. Was I will happily
1: scene. share my version of that story. oh so i was working as a server at a restaurant um in college and i was i had a, a, a large party that i was going to deliver food to they weren't my i wasn't a server for their table i was just helping out another server and the food was cooked by the kitchen and put up in like the little heat window and i was loading my tray of all of the meals and I Would could you get, say there was steak, seafood, and salad there? Uh, it, so good, so sizzling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I put all of my my uh, the plates on my tray, and I was missing all of them but one. And I uh, walked over to the table, and I was you know just handing out the meals. And I said, uh, I put the last one down, and said, "Oh, sorry, I got to go back there. Um, I I just ran out of hands." And I looked at the person who didn't have food. Unbelievable. Had a claw, like a hook claw. Oh. Like, w- uh. Nature is the worst. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So I walked back and grabbed that meal. Gave it to that uh, person. And it's, thankfully, it wasn't like my table. I wasn't serving them. So I just walked away it's to the stories other side like of the that
3: that are on uh, intro videos when you start a new job. And yeah, they're like, yeah, here's yeah. some sensitivity training. There's a, a man named, uh, he wanted to be an eye doctor. Let's just call him <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Eastern. And he said this. Yes. Oh. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's one of those innocent things that you never think would be offensive nope. or harmful I in any way. I felt super bad. And I feel like oh. two feet small. I was so, so embarrassed. Uh, oh, that's bad. That's bad. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you for exposing that part of you. So it's not just Kent and I out here flapping in the wind. Right. Yeah. What can I say? Of course, I believe Kent's story was
3: actually about throwing up in choir class. I've had a few embarrassing stories. <laughs> also getting yelled at by uh, some girl's dad, remember, in the rain? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. my uh, goodness. Uh, uh-huh. That's yeah. pretty embarrassing. Yep. Yeah. I don't know
1: that we need to answer this next one, but I am going to read it because it made me laugh. Okay. As submitted. All right. This is uh, this is actually a question for, for Joel and Zach. Oh as his friends does Kent ever talk about how he actually feels or does he just smolder anytime emotion seeps through I don't, Wait, so I don't know that I, we should answer that one I block emotion
2: by smoldering Yeah pretty much you do it's just like automatic instead just, of instead of tearing up you just smolder up <laughs> Um no Kent I was going to say Kent definitely has fences up uh, around people around groups of people and things like that but if it's a group of people that he knows he's totally open with his emotions He's very. I was gonna say, I've seen Kent get emotional before. It's a little unsettling, but he does
3: it occasionally. (laughs) Yeah, Joel. I've I put Joel in some pretty uncomfortable spots. Some really not due to your fault, just the circumstances surrounding it. Bad circumstances. But at the same
2: time, I was gonna say, Kent. For the most part, he's perfectly open in person. But on public, I I don't blame him. He puts up a little, maybe a little more fencing. Yeah, yeah. I've got some walls up. Yeah. I said fencing. You could say walls. That's fine. (laughs) That keeps the dolphin in.
1: If you could go on a date with any celebrity, male or female, who would it be? I'm married.
3: Let's go both. Okay. I mean, Kate Beckinsale?
1: Kate Beckinsale. Obviously. The answer.
3: I just figured that Um, was a given. See, and this is one of those who would you like to pick their brain, you know, if you can meet them. Um, If it were like talking to someone, I would be Christopher Nolan, but. You're going to date him. But I think. uh, You're going to hang out. You're you're going to go on a date. Honestly, date him. Henry Cavill. You want to go on a date with Henry Cavill. You want to
1: I can see you mini golfing uh, <laughs> and you're like not doing it right. He just reaches up behind you and says, here's how it goes. And you're just like, oh, thank you. <laughs> Is this Henry Cavill? Yeah. Why are you writing fanfic?
3: <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm weird. Is this a Tumblr post? I've never thought about this before, <laughs> but I mean, honestly, yep. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. Well, you're, you said Kate Beckinsale was your friend. And Kate boy. Beckinsale. Yeah. It's, it's the Brits. Yeah. yeah. Joel's married. No, I, I'd been, you
2: know, if it weren't in this scenario, because mm-hmm. this is obviously fantasy, probably Kate back itself again. She seems so fun. Yeah. Like, honestly, uh, aside from being... A ton being of funny stories, all that. Amazingly beautiful. Like, just... Yeah. She's, she's very entertaining in her posts. Yes. And then, I don't know. For some reason, I keep thinking Nathan Fillion, which is yeah, weird. That's a great answer. He, he seems like he'd be great to pal around with and yeah. maybe go minute golfing with. So, Zach, what about you? John Krasinski. Yeah. He'd be fun, too. I want to hang out with him. Yeah. but Not, not Zachary Levi? I'll take him, too. <laughs> it's male and female. <laughs> he just chose those two guys. <laughs> no judgment. <laughs> little judgment. <laughs> I don't know if a female. I you know, don't know how, I don't know. Like, because Ken and I are the, the I devout. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's like well known that Ken and I have this major celebrity crush on Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. Do we know your female celebrity I
1: don't, crush? I don't really do celebrity crushes.
2: Off the top of your head, who are you thinking of right I, now? Nobody. Really? Yeah.
1: Not Mandy Moore, I know. No. no. Maybe Kristen Bell, but not Mandy Moore. But any um, of the Spice
3: Girls? Don't give her a bullet. No,
1: no. Yeah, I, I, I've never really done Roxanne that. Roxanne from a goofy movie. Oh well, <laughs> L- Lola Bunny. I mean, who is it? Gal Oh, uh, I can tell you, it's a recent one. Uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Oh, okay. I think she's adorable. Controversial choice. I know. Unconventional, not controversial. Last night in Soho. Looking forward to that. Okay, this is this is going to be a little little deep. Think about this one first. Okay, how do you think you 25 years from now, views who you are right now. That was submitted by Matthew McConaughey. Mm -hmm. So in 2046... What do you think future Joel and future Kent, and I'll say future Zach, think about Zach now, and Joel now, and Kent now?
2: I think I'll miss these days, to be honest. Yeah. My kids are young. I'm having a great time being their dad. Yeah. I think
3: I'll love being a grandpa, but like you probably look back and say, savor what you have. Exactly. Because I
2: I can get frustrated right now with my kids and how they behave, but I'm trying to do my best to be like, no, no, savor these moments, enjoy these moments. Yeah. So that would be my, my, what I
3: think. I think I'd look back and I'm not telling myself anything, but I would be a little disappointed that I'm not pursuing some passions a little bit more. Sure. Like it wouldn't be like, like I don't think life is a race as they say. Yeah. But it's like, why haven't you done this yet? Yeah. Get started. But mostly it would just be like, Life is good. Savor yeah. it. Pursue yeah. passions or watch passions? Uh, on both. TV. Passions. Both. The 90s.
2: Right. Mm-hmm. Passions so fanfic. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I uh, I'm in this transitionary period in my life and uh, things are, I mean, life's headed in a good spot. And um, so I, I hope in 25 years from now, I'm looking back and going, hey, you, uh, you know, you became a barber. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, you. The beginning of the best chapter. Yeah. You are. Mm-hmm. You're. You started the. The. Uh, fruitful relationship that ideally lasts the rest of this time you know um i so i actually think in the last year or so has been a kind of a pivot in my life personally and so uh, i i hope to look back on it and go yeah you pivoted in the right direction good job pivot pivot. pivot pivot sweet That's deep yeah what is you 18 What does 18 year old you think about you now
2: mm. why'd you gain so much weight <laughs> <laughs>
1: Mine would be, yeah. Uh, you don't spike your hair up anymore. What happened, man?
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's let's get a little deep here. Yeah. Same thing. 18-year-old me would be like, why haven't you done these things yet? Yeah. Like, it, it, honestly, there would be a little bit of excitement. They'd be like, you're on the radio? That's pretty pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. You're a movie critic? That's pretty cool. Pretty great. Because uh, two years ago, your favorite movie was Austin Powers, so hopefully it <laughs> tastes <is> better. <laughs> and obviously, being a dad, holy cow, that's great. Yeah, Obviously, totally. seeing sadness and maybe tragedy that's happened in life, it would be hard for my 18-year-old brain to kind of grasp because you feel like you're invulnerable at 18 yeah, years totally. old. But it would be also pretty sad to kind of see some of the, the future stuff of right now. But on the deep end, I think they'd be really proud of how many people I've kissed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I'd kiss one person when I was 18. One person. Now i have kissed at least Three yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, a few spicy chicken sandwiches (laughs)
2: joel no i was gonna say my 18 year old self would probably be like wow you got a lot of kids (laughs) yeah like wow that is a lot of kids and why aren't you working out that's probably what we'd be saying (laughs) um but i i think i i mean wife and kids has always been something i've always wanted growing up you know my career i was like i didn't really know what i wanted to be or what i wanted to do and Mm -hmm. And I, I like that I have a job that allows me to enjoy the people I work with and then also do these side hobbies like a, a podcast. So I think I'd be you know, pretty content with that, but yeah. definitely tell myself to work out a little more. Hmm. Yeah. I'd just be like, hey, cool car, dude. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay.
1: Let's go into just a quick lightning round of would you rather. Let's do it. Let's move past the personal stuff. Let's shake some of that off. <laughs> Don't get to know us too closely. <laughs> okay. Would you rather fight one? Bear sized duck or ten duck
2: sized bears. I would fight a bear-sized duck because little bears still have little claws and little claws hurt. So I'm gonna fight a giant duck. You're gonna fight a giant
3: duck. Little bears. Because <laughs> they're cubs, they're so cute. They got claws. Have you never been scratched by a cat? It's it's a bear cub. They're not as violent. They're super they're super like naive and cute. I, we always always the
1: Pooh. On these would-you-rathers, you always take the singular item. I'm I'm fighting one, I get overpowered, one bear-sized duck. I can be overpowered very quickly by bears and distracted
3: because they're cute. But if it was a goose, would you guys keep that answer? Duck? D- mm. If it was a bear-sized goose. No, I'd be done for. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone would be done for. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Would you rather eat healthier or exercise regularly? You have to pick one. Exercise regularly. Yeah, you're pretty good. I'm okay. Yeah. I work out like twice a week. I exercise regularly. I like to be able to eat what I like to well, eat. I'd, I'd rather exercise than, than watch what I eat. I don't do either. Would you rather eat Subway or Burger King for the rest of your life? Come oh, on.
2: jeez. Subway. I'd probably go Subway. I'm going to go Burger King just because they change their menu so often. Who knows? It's going to keep changing. I'll get a variety. Everything tastes the same. Oh, it's the They both do. Oh, Burger King to me tastes like
1: the burgers you got from the cafeteria at school.
3: Oh, I hated Ugh.
1: that question. Ugh.
3: Would you rather have bad body odor or bad breath? Bad body odor. Because the breath, you know, that's coming from a deep, dark place, right? <laughs> if it's that bad, because oh, you could shut up, but I can't shut up.
2: No, I was going to say, I'd, I'd say bad breath because I can close my mouth. But if
3: I stink, I just stink. There's stipulations, right? Gum or deodorant, is that not allowed, does that not fix the problem? I think it does, maybe temporarily or it's a little more difficult. Oh, you just got to have
2: them. The guys these are rapid fire questions got breath, to hurry <laughs> bad breath bad breath bad breath would you either meet
3: batman or superman oh wow superman superman what yeah come on come on batman fan you really like... but you know me yeah. i'm a flight guy well here's the thing We could hold hands that's <laughs> true and
2: <laughs> here can we you go. Read my mind <laughs> uh, no but I, I think meeting superman would be cool for a number of reasons when we could fly together Two, i could like totally hit him with like a golf club and it wouldn't do anything right you know, and uh, he could laser vision some stuff. It'd be so much fun. And Hot Bat- pockets and stuff. Batman would be cool to hang around with, but also meeting Superman would also confirm the existence of other planets. Life on other planets would be pretty cool too.
3: Yeah. Zach? Or Batman S- for the car? Superman. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: I kind of imagine Batman's super cool, but like, do you want to hang out with him? He'd no. be really troubled. He's kind of a downer. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. yeah so, Superman. Okay. Now, here's another question for you. That was my shirt. You, <laughs> yeah. you, uh, I have to, I have to preface this one. You are. I think matrix universe. You are a person who understands the matrix. You understand what it is. You know. Would you rather be in the matrix and know that you're just be- being a battery plugged in or live in Zion and be outside of the matrix?
3: This is a very deep question. So you know that you're a battery. You but know, know seen, you're a battery. You've seen both sides, though. You've seen both sides. But you can't really get back out to. Zion,
1: or that area. You pick one or the other. You're either always in the machine, always in the matrix,
2: or you're always outside of the matrix. So the blissfully dumb life or a hard life. But you know. Yes. Some of the coolest dreams I've had are when I've realized I'm dreaming and I can do whatever I want. So why not be in the matrix? Would you have powers? Or would you just be a normal person? You're you. Automaton. Yeah, you're not the one. How do you know? (laughs) I
3: know there's no spoon. That gives me power. I can manipulate the matrix once I realize that. Uh, Zion you take Zion yeah because it's part of the resistance and so I could do I'd, my best to be part of that I'd like can't work that out and I'll hang out and eat steak yeah yeah I'll, I'll hang out in the matrix I <laughs>
1: will <Bye. laughs> eat my gruel I may know well, well I'll ask this it's based on a previous question that, that you've debated before but would you rather live in the universe of the Lord of the Rings or Star Wars you have to live in the universe And we're not Luke Skywalker. We're not. No, you're just, you're
2: you're just, you know, human number five. I would much rather live in Star Wars because there's a possibility I might be able to use a lightsaber at some given point. Mm. And there's also not a dark overlord. Jedis are are like a myth. But I mean, it's it's the mythical realm of Lord of the Rings with Sauron out there who could take over the whole world and dominate in that way. Whereas the Empire. Yeah, you have a crappy government governing, but if you're one of the outer outer planets, they're not going to visit you that much.
3: They might destroy your planet just for kicks. So might Sauron. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Uh, I could go for a nice, chill life. And honestly, it may be more medieval if I live somewhere near Gondor, but I would choose to live somewhere somewhere like Hobbiton and just enjoy it. You wouldn't fit in. Uh, (laughs) What are you saying? You're a little tall. I'm like three halflings put together. But no, I could be totally down for a nice country life. Well, and according to the sequels, I probably have the Force. You probably would. Everyone has the Force Mm -hmm. now. You wouldn't be the main star, though. Let's be No, I'd, I'd be that kid at the end with the ring. Yeah. It's like, yeah. With the broom. Yeah, broom. Yeah. Okay. Final
1: question. How many seasons will Bacon Sale run? Whoa. Someone asked this question. I did. No, uh, in all seriousness, when you guys started this podcast, how long did you think you'd be doing it? Five seasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. About
2: that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, like, do you feel like you've surpassed your initial thought mm-hmm. of how long the this, this show would last? I, yeah. I'm surprised that we have... Gone on this long, and uh, still
3: enjoy doing it. Yeah, because life has a way of throwing curveballs. Yeah, as we've all experienced, and it gets we hard. A right at the beginning, too. Yeah, we did, and uh, responsibilities come into play. And and as Joel said very wisely a year and a half ago, our welfare comes before the show. It does. And said that to me. That was like okay, that changed a lot. But that said. We all kind of need this show. This show is our welfare in a way. It's a great outlet for me. Right where it's like it's, it's fuel, especially during the past year and a half, especially in the first six months when I, I think we're all in hermit mode, except for the show. Mm-hmm. And this show gave me fuel. It gave me a social outlet, which I desperately craved at that point. And so it did kind of become a welfare. Well, and I'm so grateful that we continue the show. Even to that point. And, and I like the thought that maybe we're
2: helping someone else forget their troubles for a bit. I hope. Like lifting someone's burden. That's one of my favorite things. I'm thinking, you know, if I made people, if, if I affected someone's life in a positive way, if I made someone laugh and forget, you know, a little bit about their worries or troubles or help lighten their burden, mm-hmm. then I feel
3: like, yeah, that's worth doing. A year or two ago, I would have said season eight. is probably pretty good. Season nine is my goal. Yeah, it's goal. Cool. It's like the next. What season uh, are we on right next now? Next mile mar- marker seven. Oh, okay. Nine would be my next mile marker. That would be like a, you know, I feel success. A I good feel. milestone. Yeah. Ten would be incredible, but also life is crazy. Like who who's to say what's going to happen? Well, I mean, I've, sure. I've also said from the beginning that this whole purpose of this podcast is
2: to get Kent married. So once that happens, we've accomplished our purpose, and it's <laughs> yeah. over.
3: So far, so go.
2: Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> That's when it when it, when we all get steady healthy relationships in we this podcast. We won't need bacon sale. We'll just walk just away. away. Yeah. I hope
3: not. I hope no not keep going no, for no, a long no, time no. after that.
1: Just kidding. No. Just kidding, listener. I mean, I would like to. I'd like to be on for a little while. So please do. we're we'll we, just you keep, having you here. What do you say? We just keep doing this, huh?
3: And I uh, promise I won't end up with anyone that tells me to stop a podcast. Thank you. How about that? Thank it's you. happened a couple times.
1: Yep. Appreciate that. Yeah. With that, let's go ahead and end it. Right. Thank you for uh, participating. Thank you for opening yourselves up to a Yeah, lot I mean, of it this. wasn't as many, like, hardcore laughs there. No, it got weirdly deep. I you know. know. The listener wanted to know about... I mean, I, uh, somebody asked what your blood type is. A positive. Oh, uh, B <laughs> you, negative. You know?
2: Oh, yeah. I actually don't know. What, of course, yours is B when negative. When I passed yeah. out giving blood, I still have that paper, and it says A positive on it. <laughs> I don't know. Should we
1: know? Are you, is it supposed to know? I don't supposed know. Supposed to know. You're supposed to
2: know. know. You're supposed to know your blood type. Yeah. Oh, I have
1: no we idea. Making it up. Yeah. yeah. Well, and if listener, if you felt like
2: uh, it wasn't uh, fun, then well, that's on you. So thank you. <laughs> yes. No, we do thank you for all who submitted questions, mm-hmm. uh, and even if you're listening to this episode, like Zach said at the beginning, so it probably wasn't the first one you should listen to. But if if you're listening to this episode, it probably means you're a fan of Bacon Cell, and for that, we thank you truly. Whether you're a patron, whether you're a listener. We've been doing this for a while now and, and quite enjoy it because of the feedback we get from you. Because we can sit in a room and chat with each other all we want. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's fun, but it doesn't really go anywhere. But yep. this way we have it kind of feedback from you helps make the difference. Right.
3: And hopefully in the future, in future live events, because we haven't been able to do them, like we can answer your questions in person. Yeah. Maybe next time on Ask Bake and Sell, we do it a live show. Yeah. And then I'll be real nervous. Yeah. But before we go, we
1: want to thank a couple of special uh, categories of patron. We have the eye on the listener tier, which includes Adrian Vanderwecken, Lady Terry A. Finley, Sean Sandquist, just plain old Kyler, Alicia Bass, Braden Winterton, Chris Drought, Jennifer Kielkowski, Adam and Rachel Crump, Babs, Allison Gall, Plot Twist Media, and Glow Daniel. Then we have the Bacon Council, which includes Chris Anderson, Nicole D. Kale, Ryan and Marley Farron, Motts, Stephen Ross, Her Royal Highness Jessica Terry, our favorite couple, the Madsens, the Shadow, and Reverse Listener. Thank you so much,
2: patrons. Thank you, patrons. We really do appreciate you. Thanks for keeping the lights on here in the Bacon Cave. Yes, thank you. But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76Joel on Twitter. Or you can find me Performing with Quickwits. They perform every Saturday night at the Midville Performing Arts Center. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the Quickwits Facebook page. You can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews at ShowtimeShowdown.com. If
1: you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at Tumbling Mustard. But more importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on social media. That's where all these questions came from. Thank yes. you. Go ahead and like that Facebook page. And then swing by Instagram and Twitter at Bacon Sale. While you're doing that, stop by tpublic.com slash bacon sale where you can get yourself some merch, fun t-shirts and whatnot. Become a billboard for bacon sale. We appreciate you. And then if you want to support the show further, you like what's going on here, you want to support us, you can do so at patreon.com slash bacon sale where support starts at just $3 a month. You can get access to some extra content, Um, everything from little bonus episodes we do every once in a while sometimes basically weekly um then there's behind the bacon posts you can get to uh know what's going on on uh, kent's vacation sometimes Mm -hmm. there's all sorts of fun stuff happening there patreon.com bacon sale so until next time do you need an eye doctor
3: but the speedo action that we had going on was great you thank you very much taco bell for getting rid of of my favorite things ever the double decker taco you jerks you still go to burger king i'm proud yeah well ashamed Proud-shamed? Proud yeah. <laughs> Proud-shamed. And there's some drug in it that makes women love this place. Ah, yeah, it's, Joel. It's, it's like put a Chick-fil-A in a Target and you're set for
1: life. Like, like thick with two C's? Yeah, boy. <laughs> you guys are guys.
2: will not you mansplain Chick-fil-A some more?
1: Like, wow, Scoob. I like Scoob. We gotta get out of here.
2: She's got the hopper stink on her. People I can't listening. look you in the eyes because you're complimenting me.
3: This is really weird. Oh, okay. Indian leg wrestle right now. I will. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, Not think, I think you're both pretty
2: Could you be a little more Amish though? We're great <laughs> We love us Ty, get your whites white and your colors colory. Just know that I'm having a hard time right now Keep me in your thoughts I don't know why I'm getting all sultry That was yeah. a little weird Oh, I forgot. Kent a were-dolphin. Were- <laughs> Wait, did, did someone say...
0: <laughs> someone
1: say jump?
2: By <laughs> like Van Halen?
1: Kent the were-dolphin. Is-, <laughs> is,
2: is he an eye-doctor too?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was this yeah. just from your bad vision and you yeah, thought it's, someone it's was it. there? That's okay. it. I like how the show's become The history of gambling. Joel does have a little bit more compassion in his heart. Zombie spiders. Can't, we gotta be quiet. <laughs> oh, it's on a zombie spider! It's a zombie! Hey, look at that. It's the it's the Deathly Hallows. I block emotion by smoldering. <laughs> I hate
0: you guys so much. You <laughs> got church, church laughs, laughs
3: going on. <laughs> Joel's got the church laughs. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bye, Joel. I don't. Know. Why do you hate me? Please. Who would last longest in a zombie pause,
3: apocalypse? Pause, pause, a spider. It was on me. I'm tearing up my
2: legs. Let us <laughs> go. Oh, I got it. What the heck
0: just happened? Why did you just throw
2: the napkin across the floor? <laughs> Hold on.
3: Yeah, but where, did where did it go? It
1: now?
3: I don't know. You threw it. <laughs> I was like, it's like tickling, is there a spider
1: web? Your reaction (laughs) was priceless. I'm
3: not even afraid of spiders, but it was on me. It's not gonna kill ya. Flicked him off this way.
0: Threw him at me. Sorry, Zach. Are you gonna be checking your leg
3: all night? I will be.
0: (laughs) It's on the table!